Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, July 2nd. Welcome to the show. I just want to remind everyone, if you have a question or a comment tonight, the number to call is 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Now I'm going to turn it over to Denise, and she has the beauty news. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. Um, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, very quickly, I want to give you a couple of uh, highlights for beauty news tonight. Uh, Pixie Woo founders win YouTubers of the Year for makeup videos. Founders of the popular YouTube channel Pixie Woo and co-designers of Real Techniques beauty brand Samantha and Nicola Chapman were recognized for their extraordinary work in the makeup industry at the Glamour Women of the Year Awards uh, this year. The pair took home the award for the YouTubers of the Year at the annual award ceremony, which was held at the Berkeley Square Gardens in London on June 6th. The prestigious awards are hosted each year by Glamour Magazine and are focused on honoring inspirational women from a wide variety of industries. The Chapman sisters are only the second winners of the YouTubers of the Year honor established uh, just last year in 2016. According to uh, Samantha, it's a real honor to be recognized by Glamour alongside so many other inspiring women. YouTube has really come a long way since we started nine years ago, and we are just so excited to be able to use this platform along with real techniques to continue to engage with and inspire our tremendous community of beauty lovers. Growing up, the Chapman sisters were inspired by their aunt, who who was a successful makeup artist and who worked with the likes of David Bowie and Princess Diana. She made makeup artistry look glamorous, and eventually both the girls found their unique paths into the business. In 2008, Sam uploaded her first video to YouTube, rarely used back then for beauty videos. And later, Nick joined, creating a dynamic collaboration. Just a few years later, Pixie Wood had reached 30,000 subscribers and was showing no signs of slowing down. In 2010, the sisters began to develop Real Techniques, a makeup brush line, which was, which was launched the following year. Since the brand has since taken off, not only in the U.K. and the U.S., but across the globe, their brand has exhibited at IMAX where the sisters have also educated. Today, the sisters' videos regularly get nearly a million views each, and their overall reach is more than 7 million beauty lovers worldwide. And I see them every time I walk into Walmart. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then here's an inter- here's another interesting story. Since we all use our uh, cell phones, and so um, dependent on our cell phones, actually. Um, the tiny organizer in our hand, uh, the team develops a personal assistant app for makeup artists. It began in the summer of 2014 when Ashley K. Gifford's computer crashed. For an extremely busy makeup artist who keeps all her client information organized on her laptop, this was a complete disaster. Her business was instantly thrown into chaos. It was clear to Gifford that she was going to need a more reliable system, and thus the seed was planted for the development of Tiny PA. So along with her um, software engineer husband and a, cro- a close friend of hers, who's a product manager, they developed uh, Tiny PA. So Tiny PA is exactly as the name implies, a tiny personal assistant. More specifically, it is an app that is easy to use and designed for the unique and on-the-go lifestyle of a busy makeup artist. The development included a year and a half of interviewing makeup artists and testing ideas in the community. The team launched the app in, Jan- in January of this year. The app is aimed at helping makeup artists save time on tedious administration work, allowing, allowing them the ease and convenience of managing their business while on the go. Tiny PA enables makeup artists to book clients, track bookings and client information, keep makeup notes, and gen- generate and track invoices. The team is constantly looking for ways to improve the app and regularly seek feedback from the community. They have even partnered with makeup artist schools that allow the students extended free access to Tiny PA in exchange for their evaluation. Improvements to the app are constant with an Android version and picture uploading capability available this spring. So that may be something, um, you know, makeup artists may be interested in. Um, I'm not sure if it would work for uh, hairstylists as well, but that might be something that makeup artists may be interested in. I'm actually going to check it out and see um, if I actually like it. So that's it for the beauty news today. All right. And I just had a quick, uh, just a quick one. Sarah Simon Vance is having a uh, lighting for makeup artists 101 class in Chicago on September um, 10th of this year. I don't have any details as to where it's going to be, but I'll report on that, um, you know, when we do get that information. And just, um, just going back to Tiny PA, um, if you want to visit their website and get more information on the app, you can go to careerinmakeup.com. Again, that's careerinmakeup.com. And um, you can also check your app stores as well on your phones uh, for the app. It's Tiny PA. Cool. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right. 
Um, just wanted to remind anyone that's listening out there, again, if you have questions or comments, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Our guest tonight is makeup artist, photographer, and creative cosmetic expert, Danessa Myrick. So I'm introducing some, but I know most of you out there know her, so we'll bring her on um, so that she can reintroduce herself to some of our listening audience. Good evening, Danessa. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am wonderful. Wonderful. You have us both on the line tonight. (laughs) Um, Awesome. Thanks again for joining us tonight. Appreciate it. Of course. I wouldn't miss this for the world. Thank you again. Um, So we saw you in London. I loved um, your presentation um, at IMAX London. It was wonderful. So I just wanted to kind of catch up with you and find out what's going on and have a bunch of questions. So are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So in the introduction, I referred to you as a makeup artist, photographer, and creative cosmetic expert. Let's talk a little bit about about your experiences in each of those areas. Oh, that's a big question. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess in short, I've been doing makeup now for 17 years. And just um, along my journey as a makeup artist, I've been really blessed to be able to take kicks on many opportunities, things I actually never saw myself doing. Actually, it was kind of off plan that became like part of my bigger plan. And one of those things has been product development. Um, I've um, been developing products for years for the uh, Korean beauty supply market, um, Kiss Cosmetics, um, has done like multiple lines for them and for both their lashes and for their cosmetics over the course of the years. And I've consulted small brands over the years as well. And one of the, um, one of my biggest uh, development accomplishments has been working with Benefit Cosmetics. Um, the most notable thing would be their new brow uh, line. I developed that from top to bottom, and they're actually the number one brow brand in the world. Um, So I'm very excited about that. And then, of course, I uh, developed my own cosmetics for Danessa Myrick's Beauty, um, which is my passion project, and that will go on forever and ever. Um, The photography has been something new, actually, that I just embarked upon over the last year and a half, um, two years. I actually made a conscious decision to kind of slow down with some of the things that I was doing for other brands and to focus more on my artistry and um, my brand. Um, mm-hmm. In product development, you're not doing a lot of makeup. So even though I enjoyed what I was doing, it, I didn't feel passionate about it, one, because it wasn't so much for me, and two, because the artistry part of it was missing. Um So I decided to um, come back to New York and and focus on my art. What I found that it was so, it it was more challenging than I anticipated to line things up, line up the model, my schedule, and photographer to kind of just play and test. And I was like, you know what, I'm wasting a lot of time here because trying to fit in, you know, trying to like coordinate all these schedules together for the one or two days that I had in a month to actually do something fun it was getting close to impossible so mm-hmm. I had bought a camera many years back with the intention of starting to shoot but 
it just never me and electronics are not the best of friends. <laughs> but I just decided, <laughs> you know what, I'm going to um get a new camera and just start playing. Like I kinda get turned off to things like manuals. I know that sounds really weird, yeah. but I get no, off now and then I lose interest. <laughs> so it's it's for me it's more about just jumping in and um figuring things out as I go along and that's pretty much what I did with the photography. I just kind of jumped in and um, figured things out as I went along. And now that has quickly become, like, my passion project. Like, every moment that I have available to shoot, I do. I really enjoy it. And I think it's um, changed the way I look at makeup and it's making me a better makeup artist. And I think that's why um, I'm so passionate about doing them both. Um, Yeah, so that's in a nutshell. Wow. You know, I I hear you talking about, um, you know, having a, not having a lot of time to get out there and work for, with photographers, and I can totally agree with that. Um, you know, first of all, like my sister and I work with film and television, and it's like there really aren't any days off except the weekends, and most of the time right. you're trying to catch up on rest or personal stuff. But when right. you do try to get in with the photographers, it is so difficult. Um, you feel like you want to try to cram everything in one day, as many models as possible, because you just don't have the time. So I really think it's awesome that you know that you, you're doing this. And actually, and for people, it's not as easy as it sounds. Because for people to just pick up a camera, you really have to have a passion for that as well. You know, to be able to take photos and um, you know work with models. Not every makeup artist does that. What would you um, kind of say to those makeup artists who are out there who are maybe good with picture taking, you know, may not be what they um, necessarily want to do as a career, but they're good with taking pictures. And as makeup artists, you know, we need that. We need the pictures. Is there any advice you could give to a makeup artist who's willing to step out there and start taking their own pictures? Yeah, my advice is always the same as it is for with makeup. It's just to play, like, I think if you go into it saying, oh, I'm going to be a, a great photographer, then it, it creates a whole lot of anxiety and fear. Honestly, I just wanted to take pictures of the model that I was able to get to come over to my house that day. You know what I mean? So I didn't make it really heavy. Right. I just was playing, you know, and I think that's what it is. I think with everything, I kind of live that way, and I get better and better at being more connected to that, just having fun because I've realized that when you're having a good time when things feel good to you you manifest Mm -hmm. on a much greater level like which is why I I knew I wasn't going to sit and read a manual for hours and study and take a photography class because my it wasn't my predominant interest my interest was really just taking pictures of this work that I just did so I knew that the path of least resistance for me was just to do it now, other people are very different, so I can't really describe what everyone else's process will be. But I will say, you know, what do you have to lose? You know, uh, everything that we will manifest in our life comes from forward movement, right? So even if it's a baby step, it's forward. So I started with a little camera right out of um, uh, Best Buy because I wanted, right. you know, to at least get some BTS photos, something, um, right. and then kind of, you know, moved on from there as I became a bit more comfortable with the process. 
And I think also, I think we, as artists, we uh, really, we, uh, we underestimate, you know, how powerful we are and how much information we do retain when we're on set. You know, in all those years that I was uh, doing makeup, you know, I, I worked a lot with some amazing photographers. There's one photographer in particular who I love and adore passionately. His name is Eric Von Lockhart, and he I'm sure you guys know who Eric Von Lockhart is. And he's mm-hmm. done so much tremendous work in um, the ethnic hair care market, just um, just hair industry as, as a whole, and now he's doing more in fashion. But just watching, he was the most technical photographer that I've ever seen in my life who really understood lighting, who really knew how to bring out um, the beauty in ethnic skin. And I found just even in my process of trying to test with other photographers that that's not a natural talent that people have um, because there are lots of nuances to that. And in that process, I kind of picked up, you know, things that he would do with the light or, you know, things that he would do with the reflector. And it wasn't like I was trying to be a photographer back then, but it was just all part of my journey. So I realized when I actually did have an opportunity to shoot, I had a great recall of a lot of those things. And then it was really, you know, photography and makeup for me is the same thing. Uh, It's just this, like, piece of mechanics in between, and you have to move lights and put up things, but it's the same thing. I'm just playing with shadow and light, playing with, like, um, uh, the effects on the skin. It's just the same thing as with makeup. So for me, it wasn't really that hard. It was more so just discovering the tools that I need in order to create the looks that I want. Very cool what we do in makeup. You want to make the skin shiny, but you don't want it to be wet. So then you, you just research, you find things, you play. So for me, it was the same thing. So I, I encourage people all the time, and I know they're sick of me saying it, but it's literally you just have to play. Find a space where you're enjoying what you're doing, even on a small level, and just let it grow from there. Photography is not going to be for everyone. I just must right. say that, you know, because it's another level of investment. And it's not always about you picking up a camera. It could be about you just connecting with someone who has your same energy and is looking to um, create that same aesthetic that you're looking to create. And you can just, you know, pair up with someone else. You know, you don't always have to be um, – there are a lot of different levels in, in how we can create. I just – for me, that's just always been how I've operated because I'm very much of an introvert and I'm always by myself. <laughs> and I've been a nerd since I was, can remember. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm all I'm always like digging, searching, and you know, um, always been wanting to create. And I also lose interest very easily. So for me, mm-hmm. it's a way of keeping me interested in what I'm doing. So. Mm-hmm. I the, my process works for me. It's not necessarily going to work for everyone. You know, I get so many messages. People are like, can you teach me photography? No, I'm not. That's not. <laughs> I really can't. That's not. Because I wouldn't know right. where to begin. I would not be able to give you the technical parameters that you would need in order to be successful. But I just have a different connection with the camera as it relates to my work, and I'm I feel very blessed and honored that that has happened and I wish that I can articulate it so clearly for everyone but for me it's more about a feeling and what I'm seeing and and that's not really what people come to learn 
But I, what I can right. say is that um, so many more advancements in, um, just like in our makeup, how things have just, the advancements are like mind-boggling, the things that makeup can do now, um, the performance levels of makeup is the same thing with photography. Like back in the day, like if you didn't take a photography course and learn how to like develop your own pictures and all those things, it you, you, it'd be hard pressed for you to be successful. But right now the cameras, like they kind of take pictures themselves. Like you probably just say, Hey, take a picture and it'll take a great picture for you. So, you know, there's a lot more opportunity now for, to reduce the learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, with the the new cameras that are on the market. So all of that was to say is a big, long answer to say just buy one, do some research online like <laughs> you would do for anything else. Like before you buy a new lipstick or a powder or a foundation, you try to figure out what it is, what are people are saying. You know, it's the same thing. Just take the time to do a little bit of research and just start somewhere. Um, I right. wouldn't go big or go home because you want to just see if you even have a feel for it, if it's, if it makes you feel good in the learning and you know what I mean? Um, That's right. I will say take every opportunity to um, share the work that you do with the world. And that could be as simple as your phone taking BTS because I know people who are like magicians with their phone. Like I have yet to figure out how do you take a really pretty BTS with your phone? But there there are like thousands of people out there who, who figured that out. Um, right. So, you know, it doesn't have to be like a full-on camera. And right now the pictures with your phone, they can be blown up into magazine covers. So you don't need to right, create absolutely. a new piece of equipment. You can just become more intimately involved with what you already have access to. Right. That's right. And since we're speaking of photography, <clears throat> What should a makeup artist look for in a model? You want to create, you know, the most beautiful pictures. What should we be looking for in a model? So that's always a question that comes up, and it's a big question, and I think it really just depends on what are you, who are you trying to attract or what are you trying to attract because there's going to be different levels of models appropriate for whatever that purpose is. If you're somebody and you're in your city and you really just want to be the best makeup artist in your town and service the everyday woman, do bridal and so on, it's a different type of model um, than if you want to do high fashion, if you want to do editorial or runway, it's going to be very different. So I think the intention behind your selection is really the key like what what are you looking to attract with this image um to really stay true to that you know um i know people often want to use their best friends or their cousin or just whoever is available but that doesn't always serve you based on you know what you're trying to attract in that image so for me my my interest is changing as, you know, what I do changes. So as I'm creating makeup, as I'm I, – I look at models very differently. Now, most recently, like this year, I've been focusing on expanding the, the skin tones that I'm working on. You know, for much right. of my career, especially in the very beginning, I worked on all women of color. I mean, that was what fascinated me. I liked working on people who looked like me. I never saw people who looked like me look the way I felt that – the other fashion models will look. And I was like, you know, this is what I want to show people that, you know, people of all color can look amazing. But as I grew in my artistry and as my, my scope expanded, I wanted to address all women. I wanted to, from soup to nuts, be able to work on every skin tone, um, bring out the beauty in every face shape, 
so my selection became different. When I started creating makeup on the level that I create makeup now, I need to show a lot of different things. The average woman wants to be able to relate. And also, I also want to create work on a a broader level, so I need to show different things. So I'm always going back and forth. Most of the models that I use on my page are just girls that I meet in the street. Hey, you ever thought about being a model? Can I use you? I love your features. I love your eyes. I love your lips. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then sometimes yeah. I'm going to an agency. It just really depends on um, just being really keyed in to what the end result is. Right, right. What are you most inspired by? I mean, it's a, that's a question that I get a lot, and to be quite honest, like my answer is going to be different all the time. But the one <laughs> consistent thread is that I'm really inspired by everything, like, uh, and it literally is everything. It could be the most random thing, like a button, or it could mm-hmm. be like my daughter, like having an obsession now with wearing foundation. Um, it could just be anything. I could see a rock in the street. Like, it literally is everything. I walk down the street in the city, and I see a painted wall, and it's very inspiring. Um, people inspire me. I'm inspired by energy. It's just very different. I think what's important is just to know that it is all around. Um, one of the things that I hear a lot from um, artists is that, oh, where I live, it's, and it's not inspired. My friends don't inspire me. My artist community that lives where I live is not inspiring. And I think um, we cut ourselves off as artists often because we have some, like, expectation of what this magical equation is for inspiration. But really, we can find it anywhere and everywhere. And worst-case scenario is you can be inspired by the artistry of others. So just in every form of art. It could be a painting class. It could be going to the museum. You know, it could be listening to a concert. It could be simply just getting yourself into a good, feeling good place that has nothing to do with makeup. And in that space, you're going to be opened up and ideas will flow to you. And your level of creativity will shift. You'll be inspired. So there's so many ways to find inspiration even when I'm sleeping in a dream it's just the stories people tell like literally I'm inspired all day to the point where it's exhausting I just, <laughs> just, just pause it because I, I can't keep up with it, with, with it all but it's, it's literally everywhere and I feel like that's a blessing that we all have you know it's so funny Vanessa and as long as I've known you this year was the first year that I realized that you had a daughter. I've always known about your son, but I never knew that you had a daughter. Yeah, it's very interesting. So, and this is something that I'm working on. Um, <laughs> I'm very shy, and most people don't understand that because they meet me at a show or I'm educating, but I am very shy. I'm very much of an introvert, and I'm very private, Um so I I often don't include um, things outside of artistry in my communication. But what I found um, in talking to different artists and um, meeting people at shows uh, that people really, when we talk about inspiration, stories are the biggest inspiration um, that exists on this planet. And when I 
think about my story and when, when I share my story, there are so many women who connect with the idea that I'm a single mom and I've been raising these two children on my own. So I, I just of late have definitely talked more about it, less of a sense of me trying to be more personal, but more of me really wanted to um, share and inspire um, mm-hmm. as much as possible because I know that it helps. It helps me to hear the stories of others as well. So I've, I've been sharing more and I've been more um, visible. And I think everybody's like, wait, you have a child? I was I did a video with my son and it was like oh your husband oh wow he said I'm like please I'm gonna vomit this is my child what are you calling this is my husband no this is my son so yeah a lot of people are surprised that I have um, two children for sure <laughs> so let me ask you um, because in your introduction well within the first question rather. You talked a lot about, you know, the things that you've done and you're doing. And mm-hmm. now that you just mentioned that you are a single mom raising two kids, has it been difficult to, you know, have raise the kids, have a normal family life and situation, as well as um, achieve all the things that you've done and the things that you're doing? How easy or hard has it been? Because a lot of people struggle with, wanting a career in makeup artistry um, at the level that you're speaking of, um, as well as a family. How, how, does, how do you balance it all is the question, really. So it's really, I mean, it's a very interesting and big question, and my thoughts and how I would answer that question over the years has changed dramatically. But what I can say is that I no longer use words like hard or easy or struggle. Honestly, I understand that we are all creators of our own experience. Um, And we can make our situations be as beautiful or as painful as we decide to. And I know early on in my career, in all of our careers, in our lives, in our day-to-day interactions, it's all about a series of decisions that we're making, right? Um, And we always want to be on a path of making decisions that make us feel good. And I know early in my career, I would make decisions based on what other people, how they judge the choices that I've made. I realized when I made decisions based on that, really based on fear, fear of, um, uh, fear of, what's the word? just really fear of the expectation that people put on some of those types of decisions. Like um, I found that I wasn't successful, but when I made decisions that felt good in my gut, things really changed. And I realized when I make decisions that make me feel good, I'm a better person. I'm a better mother. I'm easier to be around. And my children receive that better when I there have been choices that I've made that I won't change or take back, but there have been choices that I made in my career path where soon after I made the decision, I realized that it didn't feel good to me anymore. And in that process, I decided to stay in it, and it changed me as a person, and it changed my interaction with my family and friends and everything because I'm just feeling good. But on the flip side, I have focused on feeling good and turned down lots of money, let it go, and just followed my gut. And the best things happened as a result of it. So what I would say is, you know, when people are making decisions on 
that involve their children, you really have to just go what feels good personally for you. I know now, over the years, a lot of my challenge was thinking what my children might be thinking or what what they might be missing. But now, Mm -hmm. as I talk to my children, they're so excited about everything that I do. They have a Mm -hmm. mindset of entrepreneurship. They want to create things. They want to follow their dreams. So I, that for me was, is, is like complete confirmation that you always have to go what feels good because it changes the experience, not just for you, but for everyone around you. So right, right. how people move forward in their decisions on, you know, handling children and this, it's good. That's, it's such a personal thing. Um, but what I would say is just to focus on how you're feeling, how it makes you feel good. Does it feel good to make, go move in this way or does it feel bad? And everyone's priorities are a little different. Um, so it's really hard to say. So in the beginning, yes, it was very hard because I felt guilty all the time. I was like, oh, my God, I missed that recital. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Um, but it was not anybody else saying these same things that I was having myself that had me so completely bogged down, you know, sometimes like fear that is what it is false evidence appearing real like it's Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff we fear is just really not real stuff anyway and we get so caught up in our own heads and worrying about other people that we never move forward so when I released all of that is when things got better it felt easier it felt freer and it was more meaningful to my children as well so I think everything is possible that we decide is possible. So it's just, I I would say to all of the single moms, all of the moms, period, just everyone who's on on this call to just focus on what you want. So instead of focusing on what you think might happen, so just write down the dream experience that you'd like to have with your family and your career and focus on that. And that's what you're going to attract. And and that's, I, I think that's the simplest I can put it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What do you think makes a great makeup artist? Um, I say this over and over again and to the point where it almost doesn't sound authentic, but authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, I know people throw that word around a lot right now, but authenticity is the key. And if, when I take a look back at, you know, my career and when I had um, the most success and when, you know, things were a little stagnant or weren't moving at the pace that I wanted, whenever I was being true to me, things move lightning speed or they, the biggest manifestations came from that. Whenever I was looking around from side to side and trying to be like this person or do makeup like this person Mm -hmm. or have the kind of Mm -hmm. job that this person has, that's when the brakes always were put on. Mm -hmm. So when, when you, this is a very, I mean, art is a very, expansive experience and makeup for me is art and when you everyone experiences art in a different way everyone different types of artistry resonate with different people different styles resonate with different people we need all of it right so I think when 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 we try and be duplicators 
as opposed to creators, that's where the limitations come in. My wish is for everyone to do what feels good to them, to create the art that feels good for them. I know there were so many times in my artistry that people were like, what the heck is she doing? Like Early when I was doing my DVDs, like, I would do things, and this was like 17 years ago, what these things are like normal now, but like breaking glass and putting it on people's face and, and cutting up mm-hmm. paper and using like baking supplies as makeup. People were like, oh, my God, she's so disconnected. She's never going to work. Like, you know, <laughs> that's what I heard all the time. Or she only does this type of model. She only does this, you know, she, her success would be limited. But those things that I did with that were a little off-grid to what everyone else was doing is what attracted uh-huh. the bigger opportunities that came my way. Uh, in a time right. where everyone really wanted to do, like, really just um, to use only monochromatics on a face, like browns and um you know, tones like that, and I was just like, hot pink, yellow, and they were like, what is she thinking? Like, she's never going to work. No agency ever wanted to work with me. They were like, you are so disconnected to reality. Like, I heard <laughs> that all the time, but those are the things that made me feel good, and they moved me forward. So I just think being authentic, just developing your own style, your your own energy to your look, it's like, if everything looks the same, everyone looks the same. But it's the, it's the person that's different. The work that the energy is a little different. There's a, a little shift. Hey, that lip looks a little different. That brow feels different than what I'm used to. That's what gets people's attention. Whether they like it or not is something else, but at least somebody's looking. If everybody's yeah. doing the exact same thing over and over again, I think the the battle is, is harder, you know, in terms of like moving forward. So if your aesthetic is something that's, that is like the predominant aesthetic um, on social media, whatever, that's totally fine too, but just be the best at that and be consistent in that. Um, the stay in that's your artistry, but just be authentic in that. So often I hear people say, I want to be able to do makeup like this person, and I, I understand what they're saying, but they do themselves such a disservice. Because when I talk to that person, they're all talking about this other thing that they saw that's so interesting and different. So if everybody would just kind of do what feels good to them and remain authentic, this, this uh, makeup world would be such a beautiful place. Even just thinking about the people who get your attention when you see people's artistry, like, most times it's something different than what you do on a regular basis, and that's what captures your attention. So I think Absolutely. authenticity is is always going to be my first answer, being authentic and being free, free with your ideas about makeup, um, feeling free um, to play and experiment. That would be always my first uh, my first comment. Okay, so you just mentioned in that answer, you just mentioned your DVDs. Mm-hmm. I have to put a, I have to, I have to say this. Um, when you find time in your busy schedule, can you do another <laughs> one? <laughs> you know, I really, no. But I, you know, remember, you, 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 yeah, you remember know, the last I know, show. I, I know. Buy DVDs anymore? This is why I stopped making DVDs. Like. Before, like, I was making a new DVD every three months because there was, like, a demand for it. Now you can sit and watch DVDs online, like, 
you can see everything that you want to see on a YouTube or, you know, so it's just a little but, different. And I think I, I want to do, I'm going to do something that brings me into this, the new millennium, <laughs> but just that also just um, shows how I've, shows how I've expanded as an artist. So I do want to do something, um, but I want to make it uh, different and special and really speak to those people who for so many years um, supported me and the education that I provided. Um, I wanted to be on that level. So mm-hmm. I definitely won't just rush and do something, um, but I, I do want to do something special and specific and with every week every month that goes by I think of more things that I want to include you know I think of you know how I can expand the idea that I had in my mind even more so yes I am Mm -hmm. working on something because I do want to share and for me it's really challenging to like be on a photo shoot and do an insta story and like it just it disconnects me from my process. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's so much easier for me to commit to a time to really thoroughly demonstrate and articulate what I want to share in a very professional way. So it's really about me just marking out the time and making that happen. So yes, it's going to mm-hmm. happen. <laughs> okay. I just know that when it was popular, mm-hmm. I every time there was a new one, I was getting it. Cause I just, I just always loved your DVDs. I thought they were very inspiring. I mean, to this day, wherever, whenever I'm ever at a trade show somewhere, and they're selling a makeup DVD on on anything that I'm interested in, I'm buying it. <laughs> as long as they keep selling right. them, I'm buying it. <laughs> right. Um, but they were very inspiring. I really enjoyed it, and I'm just Thank looking you. forward to whatever you do um, in that area. Whatever you do next, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I appreciate that. It's so exciting to me when I like meet um, new students, like people in cosmetology school, because they're always like, "Oh, wait, you're those DVDs that I watch in the makeup portion of <laughs> my cosmetology class." <laughs> mm-hmm. like, it's like they have it in the schools and they use it as a resource, which is which is really nice. Right, it really is. So, you have this cosmetic brand. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about the brand and the products that you that you have. So, you know, in the beginning, I've been creating makeup for like 15 years now. And in the beginning, it was as a response to um, students and classes that I would hold who really wanted, like I would do a demonstration and they wanted to be able to recreate it. But I, I wasn't really able to provide anything for them to take away So the initial things that I would develop were really just in response to the students and the fun things that I would like to show in my DVDs and so on and so forth. Um, As I, as the line has matured, I really honed into my style of artistry and what I appreciated about products. And for me, the two things that are always most important to me is performance and um, I'm always concerned about how many ways that I can use this. I'm, I've always been connected to multi-purpose products, products that can do from soup to nuts. I remember starting out doing makeup and building a kit, and it was just so overwhelming. There were just so many options. And at one point, I was, I was dragging around, like, a travel size 
suitcase. Like if you were going on vacation for a week, it was filled with makeup because it was like, okay, this is a liquid, and then this is a this, and somebody said I should use this. And it was just thinking about my line and the things that I've always created are things that were function on a high level and were multipurpose. So the things that I – what I've offered has evolved um, over time, and when I actually had the monetary resources to do um, bigger and better things, but right now, I'm so excited about everything that's in my collection because it all performs. Like, I can leave the house with a kit of only my products and be able to do anything that I want to do with makeup, which really makes me feel good. So my kit is way smaller, and everything is designed to work on every skin tone, um, every type every type of skin. Um, it's going to work on... It has a level of pigmentation that is going to work for everyone across the board. And you're going to be able to do a lot with this product. So like the Color Fix collection. I'm sorry. I'm not sure if you hear that beeping. It's my it's yeah. daughter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me send her a text. Um, the Color Fix collection is, was one of the newer things that I launched over the past few years. And I'm very excited for that because I've always wanted a product that you can use for everything. Um, and the color fix, you can use eyes, lips, face. It has enough pigmentation. Um, sorry, let me just – she's going to continue to call me. <laughs> um, it has a level of pigmentation that's going to work on whether someone's very fair or someone who's dark as uh, dark like me. Um, with the foundations, the coverage level is universal. If you want something sheer and dewy, you got it. If you need, like, a maximum cover, you got that, too, in this one thing. So the goal was always to have multi-functioning products that work on all skin tones and that support, like, makeup, basic makeup artistry and also, like, advanced artistry. Um, when people want to do designs or body paint or anything, I wanted to have these multi-functioning products. So everything in my line is um, is like that. And it feels really, really good um, uh, for me being able to support the industry in that way. Um, the, the comments that I get on social and the emails that I get, like literally if I ever want to feel good, I just go and read the comments because – um, when people say things like their artistry has changed, has changed as a result of the products, like that, I cannot tell you how humbling that is and how much appreciation I feel. Um, so it really makes me feel good to create things um, that artists can use or anyone can use on any level. Um, so I'm really excited about the whole collection, and there's so many cool things coming in the very near future too. Nice. And I know you said you you know when you when you feel good you wanna um you read the comments. What are some of the things that people are saying about it? You know, it's it's funny. It's like when as an artist, I would look at pictures sometimes and I'm like, wow, how did they do that? Like, how is that even possible? And sometimes what I've learned in teaching classes is that there's so many people doing all the right things, they're just using the wrong product to accomplish it. So they're feeling like you know, something's wrong with them and their technique, but it's really they're just not using the right thing. So when 
when people send me messages saying this is their aha moment, this is the thing that they've always been looking for, um, or showing me pictures of designs they were able to do as a result of it, like that glossed eye, that was a big thing for me. Wanting to be able mm-hmm. to create like really vibrant, intense colored glossed lids that stay through the duration of a shoot. Um, and now that's possible with color fix. So it's things like that. Um, the drag queens, oh my God, I get so many amazing messages from the drag queens. They're using so much less makeup and they're able to get a lot more vivid, bold color. Like it's just always something really beautiful. Nice. So let me ask you about social media. Mm-hmm. How, has, how has social media helped and influenced your brand over the years? Um, well, to be honest, I was very, I remember when Instagram first started and uh, one of the, the uh, uh, technicians that used to um, help me with my videos was like, oh, you should do this thing. You can like put up little clips and whatever. I was so disconnected to it. It was just not anything I wanted to do. It was so not on my radar. Um, I just wasn't in alignment with it. Um now, if I would have started way back then, wow, it would be a very different business that I have right now. But right. <laughs> um, I've learned not to look back in that way. It just really wasn't for me, and there's a reason why everything is the way it is. Um, social media, to say it's not important would be um, uh, would be a lie. It's super important. For me, I love it. You know, in the beginning, I think it's great when you use it as a resource and uh, as a point of inspiration or a a point of connection, I think the challenge um, happens when people look at social media and start feeling bad because the compare game comes in. So I think it can be a tricky thing and it's an individual thing. And if, you know, sometimes I may go, you know, I may be on a day that is not on my highest flying day and I could pick up my phone and be like, oh, my God, that happened to that person. Oh, my God, this person is this. And when I'm not feeling good, I shut it down. <laughs> and I'll only go to my page and only post and move away. But sometimes I go and I'm like, wow, these kids are really inspiring. Oh, look what they're doing with that. Look at, you know, so it really just depends. I think my brand, um, me as a brand and my brand have expanded as a result of it because I'm able to connect with so many people from all over the world. Um before, that would happen with my DVDs, um, but it was only for people who were able to get it from a friend. It was mainly like here in U.S. and Africa and maybe in the Caribbean and um, and some Spanish markets when I um, did the translations. But now, like, I'm connecting with people literally globally. Like, I leave tomorrow for Russia. Who would have thought that I would be invited to Russia to to teach. I'm doing a master class in Russia. Um, I'm going to be traveling to Africa and Australia and um, Trinidad and so many other places just as a result of the connection that was built through social media. So really social media is just simply an extension of you. It's being able to put yourself in all the places that you can't be at this moment um, getting yourself in front of people who may have never seen you or connected with you. So for me, it's always a good thing. Um, you just have to be careful how you use it um, so that it's not 
taking away from who you are as an artist and just use it as a platform to really push your personal identity. Um, going back to what we talked about earlier, like once you define who you are as an artist, just using that as a platform to expand on that. So I feel I, I have no issues with social media. I think it's the best thing that could have happened to anyone. Yeah, absolutely. Especially now, it was so much harder to get started as an artist, and now you can literally um, do a face, it go viral, and you have a huge career two weeks later. It's just really, it's a, it's a, it's, it's just created a plethora of opportunity, which otherwise could only have resulted from um, a phone call from a relationship, um, and uh, or maybe a job you worked on before uh, somebody remembering you or maybe you having some editorial in a magazine, but that everyone doesn't always have those types of opportunities to connect and perform on those levels. And now it doesn't matter. You can be in the deepest, darkest corner of Minnesota living on a ranch and in your bathroom do beautiful work and get noticed and create a whole business from that. So I, I just think social media is a beautiful thing as long as we don't abuse it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the last question of the night, um, what is your definition of beauty? Oh, you have so many hard questions. <laughs> mm. I think beauty is how people define the, the, the best parts of themselves, and it's going to be different for everyone. Um, uh Yeah, that's that's a hard one. I don't think I've always said. I think even in my first book, the title was it was the title was beauty without boundaries. And I think of beauty in a very nth way. Um, it's like it's everything. It's everything that you want to accept and allow and see. You know, so. The beauty is everywhere. It's how we interpret it is what changes it for each person. But I do truly mm-hmm. believe that there is beauty in everyone, in everything. Like there are, there's nothing that is not beautiful on this planet, and there's not a person who is not beautiful. And I think our, when I think about beauty, it's a challenge um, for me um, and for everyone to kind of look to find it in everything, look to find what we've been missing. Um, and that's the joy that I get in the conversation about beauty. When people's uh, mindset expands about what beauty is, um, because it is infinite. And we know that we're growing and becoming better um, as people when we see more of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, our time has come to an end. We thank you so much for joining us. I really enjoyed this conversation tonight. Oh, um, great. This was very fun. It's like yeah, hanging with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been wonderful. Um, and I know you're off tomorrow to Russia, so safe yes, travels. Travel. Oh, thank you. I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to do some Insta stories so. Let everybody know what I'm seeing and experiencing there. Oh, nice. Oh, that's going to be wonderful. 
I'll, I'll make sure I stay posted to Instagram for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, um, again, thank you I, so I much. I appreciate the two of you um, for this platform that you've created. I think it's so important. Um, and your commitment to um, consistently bringing this type of information to the beauty industry, I think it's, um, I think it's fantastic. And I applaud you for the efforts in creating it and maintaining it because I know it's not easy. And I feel very honored to um, to be a part of your discussion. So thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so so much for that. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, you're right. It's not an easy thing, but you know we do it because we love it. Um, right. And and I think it's needed as well. So thank you for that. Oh, Especially when you have four thirty and five a.m. call times. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So applause to you both. Standing ovation. Thank you so much. Well, we're gonna let you go so that you can prepare for tomorrow and we can do the same again we thank you um, for tuning in and we thank everyone who's listening for um, tuning in with us tonight Uh, we thank you for those who are going to listen to it on the playback and a big hello and shout out to our listeners in Australia and in London and Africa and those of you here right here in the United States thank you so much for your continued support we are Beauty um, Talk on all social media platforms Beauty Under Talk Media on Instagram Beauty under talk, beauty underscore talk on Twitter, and beauty talk online on Facebook. So follow us and join us right back here at the same time next Sunday night at 9 p.m. Thank you guys. Thank you again, Vanessa, and everyone have a wonderful Thank night you. and a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about FriendsBeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our friends discount program and shop with us today at friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818 691 1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today.